Hey, what's up? This is Platinum Pazine. You're listening to Platinum's Playhouse on Platinum Pazine Radio. You're listening to Platinum's Playhouse on PlatinumPazzyRadio.com. Hey, what's up? This is Platinum Pussy Radio, and we are doing a show tonight, Femdom Live. We have on the line Goddess Tish and Southern. Let's get them in on the line, ladies. Hello. This is Goddess Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Goddess Tish. How are you? I'm good. And how are you? Fabulous, fabulous. I am so glad that you have joined us for our show tonight. And Uh um, I want to talk about being a female dominatrix because a lot of people don't understand the lifestyle. They don't understand why we do this. And... I think it's important that we share that with the public. Why don't you tell the public why you why do you do it? I started doing it when I realized that there was well, I'm I'm just generally a dominant person. So but in my life I've realized that there was a need for it. I mean, a lot of men just don't know what they're doing and they need a dominant woman to guide them, basically. And that's it. <laughs> right. Me. I mean, that's what that's how I started at 22. I mean, I've, I've started long before that, but not professionally or, you know, going out real time or anything like that. It was just one-on-one relationships. You realize that men, they are submissive men and opposites attract. Absolutely. So you guys are listening to yeah. Goddess Tish. She's um you go by Mistress. How do you say your name? Gervois? Gervais. Gervais. Oh my, I'm so Gervais, I'm so terrible. Like, um Ricky Gervais. <laughs> you know, that comedian. Ricky Gervais. Got it. Gervais. So you learn something new yeah. every day. Um, so you're thirty five, <laughs> you were raised and you currently live in Trinidad, Tobago, right? I do. Yeah, I do. Trinidad and Tobago, but I travel a lot to the U.S. Because, uh-huh. I mean, I have slaves. Trinidad and Tobago knows nothing about BDSM. It's a very vanilla. So Okay, um, I didn't know that. Element, <laughs> yeah, it's very, I mean, and this is why growing up here, the men are submissive, but don't they? They aren't. They don't relate to themselves like as slaves or submissive men. They just don't know anything about it. So right. most of my submissives are in the U.S. and in the U.K. or in the Netherlands. All right. Well, let's bring in Miss Southern. Hey, honey. Hey, boo. What's going on? <laughs> Not much. We are talking to Goddess Tish, who is sharing with us. She's been in the business for 13 years. Did you know that? Oh, no, I did not. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
makes me feel like such a noob over here. <laughs> I know oh I've been in the gosh. business for, um, well, not the business. I've been in the lifestyle my whole life. I've, I'm dominant by nature, but I've been in the mm-hmm. business of the lifestyle for 12 years because once I got into the adult industry and I started realizing that I didn't like people telling me what to do. I'm the one that tells people what to do. It was like yep. an immediate role reversal. Like, nah, you do what the hell. I you know what's you really funny? It was the same with me in so many ways. I, I couldn't stand waiting around. I couldn't stand somebody telling me what to do, you know. <laughs> it got on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of realized that early on in my relationships that, you know, these guys would be – dominant towards me and I'd be like oh hell no and then our relationship would fall apart and I'd be like oh why did our relationship fall apart and eventually it was like duh bitch (laughs) you're telling him what to do and he don't like it (laughs) wow yeah so tell us a little bit about yourself Miss Southern Oh, let's see. Um, been in the industry here, well, online for roughly two years. Um, I did have my first actual encounter, though, when I was about 22 years old. And um, the submissive, you know, ended up being a local. And then I moved, <laughs> moved state. So, um, yeah. And then I fell out of it for a while to some other jobs and ended up, you know, kind of, coming back to it eventually when I found out it was online. (laughs) For me, I think it's about empowerment. It's about nobody tells me, nobody puts baby in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. It really is that type of thing. I can't stand anybody to tell me what to do. (laughs) I think my problem is a lot of dominant men are intimidated by me because I don't mess around. So you see how you had the opportunity to have dominant men approach you? Even Mm -hmm. to be in a relationship with me, that wouldn't happen. I have dominant male friends, but I've never had any sort of experience with a dominant man, besides my father, I guess, telling me what to do. You know, so... That's it's been my entire life has been like that. I mean, as as long as I've remembered interacting with men, it's been me being the dominant one, and they have to listen to what I'm saying. If they don't listen to what I'm saying, they don't have a space in my life. Right. Well, for me, mm-hmm. it's just simply I have zero tolerance. For bullshit, and I am one of those people that just started getting. I, I'm not a. I'm not a vengeful person. Like it was never like oh bad breakups and I would go crazy. Like I literally just disappeared. But it would be situations where I feel like I'm. I've always been dominant, and I've always found men that are like somewhat submissive, and I didn't know what to do with them because I didn't realize I was dominant. And then when I got into the industry, I realized like. I I have a boyfriend now and he's not he's dominant but he's like he's not dominant like asshole dominant. I don't know how to explain right. it. Our dynamic is so weird. He's like not I don't even understand. Of it. You? No, not but like he's like that kind of guy. Like... 
But he's that kind of guy that would be like, yo, get your ass in the house. What you're wearing is inappropriate. And I love it. And I've never <laughs> been in a situation where anybody could talk to me like that. And I would be like, okay. And any other time I'd be like, who the fuck are you talking to? But, through the, but that's because I'm in a place in my life where I needed somebody to give me that balance. And he offers right. that. But when it when it comes to, like, dominating men, submissive men, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that my father wasn't uh, around in my childhood, and I had all this pent-up anger and aggression, and eventually, like, I was able to come to terms with my relationship with my dad, but I needed somewhere to take all that negative energy towards men, and it turned out to be through the lifestyle. And it happened naturally. It wasn't a situation where I, like, I forced it. It just happened naturally, so... And it was so empowering, and it it became like a drug, like it's addictive when you're like, pay me $100, and they're like, okay, I'll pay you $150, and you're like, like, oh, my God, did I just make that happen? (laughs) It's like magic sometimes. It's amazing, doesn't it? (laughs) It does make you feel amazing, especially. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. So what has been by far the craziest experience that you've had Goddess Tish, you go first. Tell us your craziest experience, craziest and then we're going to go to you, lucrative. Seven. Craziest or most lucrative? I mean, I've had crazies, you know. I mean, and it would it would probably be with considering their fetish, you know, because as a dom, you have to be open. Well, as 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 a dom for me, I'm open to everything at least once. But I've had a sub that was borderline into me. Want like he wanted to like die. I think like he wanted me to abuse him until he died. And for me, that wasn't. I mean, that was the craziest moment of my life, real time. I'm like, but you're bleeding. I need to stop now. You know. And I'm like, you know, you need to draw the line. You know, you die. You could Safe word. Time. I'm not calling 911. <laughs> you know, I'm not. And I'm not going to be present if they come. I'll call 911 from across the road. And another, you know, I'm not going to be around when they get here. And you're unconscious. And he's like, you know, well, I ended that pretty quickly. But in terms of lucrative, I've had a sub that would spend approximately 400 U.S. a week on me. Well, just send me that money. And that lasted for four years. Nice. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, Southern, tell us about your craziest experience. My craziest experience? Oof. Uh, let's see, my craziest real-time experience actually has happened multiple times. It would have to be, um, you know, the diaper fetish, <laughs> the mommy and the little fetish. The adult baby. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, ABDL community, yeah, I've I've done that real-time quite a few times. I have some locals. And, I um try that. Do you have a diaper bag? I'm sorry? Do I have, Do have a diaper, a diaper bag? bag? I'm to try it. 
I do not have an actual designated diaper bag per se, but I do have I a do. backpack that I keep supplies in. <laughs> wow, I have an actual baby that bag. sounds like fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> With adult diapers, and I have, like, um, spoons, like baby spoons, and the whole nine yards. It's crazy. You have the, the baby powder. I have the pacifier, the baby, the baby powder, everything, everything, <laughs> wipes, a bottle, I have to try a that bib. one. I'm, I'm yet to try it real time. I'm going to. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, the first time I got it, I really wasn't sure about it. I was like, um, I don't know. But um, it ended up being somebody that was – and, and, and oddly enough, the guy that ended up getting the session was pretty freaking normal. <laughs> Like if oh, I wow. yeah, the same like, for me. I My never local veterans would have they are completely it. normal people. I <laughs> never would have expected it to be him. And then when we get into the session, like I'm like I'm never gonna do this again. Like this is the first and the last time. And I made really good money from it. But I was like, I, one thing I've learned is not to let the money dictate what you will and won't do because I can't be bought. Yep. So yep. I was like, okay. This, this is good money, but if this doesn't work out, I'm not doing this again. But it turned out to be actually yeah. pretty, like, I didn't really have to. Well, I did draw the line. I'm not changing a shitty diaper. I'm sorry. Oh, of course. Not. Oh, yeah, I won't do that one either. Yeah, yeah that one. It's not that, you know. But you see Yeah, I, I don't that. do the shitty he diaper was... thing, but he all he did was pee, and um, I had to teach him how to, I was trying to potty train him. So I put Cheerios in the toilet and made him, like, I played a game with him where he had to, like, pee on the, like, you had to hit the Cheerios. That was the game. So um, I bottle fed him, and then I gave him some baby food, and um, then I gave him, like, a toy, and I let him, like, play for a little while, and then he started crying. It was so weird. Oh, wow. (laughs) He started crying. Well, you know, adult baby crying. And then, like, I just patted him and, like, it was so awkward, but honestly, like, it was kind of cool. Like, it was, I don't know. So I ended up seeing him a few more times, and then I saw a couple of other people, but now that I'm in a relationship, I don't do real time anymore. So, but that was right. so weird. Like, I have to agree. Oh, that was, man. My actual weirdest oh my session God. was I was in New Jersey, and I had, a, I was with another Dom at the time that I was traveling with, and he wanted to be killed in three different scenarios. So we had to come up with three creative ways to kill him. But we didn't have to kill him, obviously. Oh my, but it was okay. just so weird because, you know, I watch a lot of things. Like, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The, the, whole, the whole wanting to die thing, it's a very, it's a very morbid fetish, I think. And I don't know, it's like, scary. it's one thing to be submissive, it's another thing to want to die, but okay. Yep. But I watch a lot of, like, CSI and Law and & Order and, you know, crime, I'm into crime drama. So uh-huh. I had just seen this episode of CSI where they were talking about, para- para- I can't say it, but it's it's a drug that you put in the body and it makes you go numb from the neck down. Uh-huh. You're paralyzed. From the neck down. So you can't move, but you're completely conscious of everything that's going on. And so I was telling him, like, and I'm whispering in his ear, and I'm like, 
I'm injecting you with this, you know, whatever this stuff was called. I, at the time, I knew exactly what it was because I had just seen the episode. So I'm like, I'm injecting you with this paraprenophenol or whatever this stuff is. And I'm like, it's going to oh. make you paralyzed. And I said it, like, real seductively, like, you're going to be paralyzed from the neck down. And I'm going to take this tool, and I pull out this scalpel, which was really just a, a nail file, but I told him it was a scalpel. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna take this scalpel. And I started, like, taking it across his skin, and he's like, <laughs> oh my god the joy was so false <laughs> oh my god it was so hard not to laugh because he's so yeah especially out, like, when was... you're trying to talk all seductive right right so I, but I was trying to do it in a, like in like an evil like you know how when you see something and you're like I'm gonna kill you but you don't say it in a way like oh, I'm gonna kill you you say it in a seductive way that's like the like, evil queen thing Yes, yes, like kind of, and he got so turned on. He was like, so it was really like one of those things where it kind of created a wedge between me and the other Dom because she was like, oh, I wish I'd have thought of that. And then she's like, you played that role so well. She's like, now I'm afraid of you. And I'm like, you probably should be. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but that was like crazy. Fun, it was so crazy. It was fun, but it was crazy because – it's one thing to come up with one way to kill somebody, but three ways at the end of the session, I'm like, yo, this is too much. He was, and he's like a famous mm-hmm. Italian um, suit designer. He he like is a tailor. He makes what? designer Italian wow. suits. Yes. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, does your like? I can't imagine like my husband coming home and ha- just having left a dominatrix who tried to kill him. You know. <laughs> Wow. Like, how was and your day, honey? Like, oh, it was fine. <laughs> I just tried to kill a man, you know, but it's, it's okay. Just feel like I'm killing someone. I mean, That's I would be crazy. interested to talk to the spouse of one of our slaves just to kind of get an idea of what is it like on the other Like, what is it like to be married to someone like that? Yeah, but nine out of ten times or 9.9 out of 10 times, their spouse knows nothing. Nothing. Has no idea. She thinks he's some vanilla willy-nilly. She's oblivious (laughs) to the fact that her her husband wants, you know, to lick my feet. Oblivious. (laughs) Like, that's so crazy. And you you know what's crazy for me? Going on a bus and... Looking at normal men and wondering, hmm, what's your fetish? You know, I find oh, I look at no, them I and wonder too. all the time. <laughs> Especially if you look at me, I'm like thinking, hmm, yep, I think I know what you are into. You know, just it's just so weird. And then sometimes you're like in public and you wonder if somebody notices you. Like if they right. recognize you from Twitter or from wherever. I well, I know the feet guys. The feet guys are the worst because they immediately look at your feet, especially when you're wearing like flip flops <laughs> or sandals. So have oh, you yeah, ever been recognized in public? Um, I have once, one time, and it was really freaky because I was on vacation. And I was trying to eat my breakfast, and then my man got up, went to the restroom, and here comes this random guy, just bus boy, I guess, you know, and he just comes over and he 
sneaks over a little bit and says, hey, hey, I think I know you from somewhere. <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, we're late. What the uh, fuck? You know, what's this guy no. doing? And then he goes, yeah, I recognize you. And he's like, have I seen you around somewhere? Have I seen you walk around <laughs> here? Have I seen you on the internet or something? And as soon as he says that, I just, like, turn my head. I said, oh, no. He goes, oh, yeah, so that's know you. And then he, like, walks back and does his job. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Like, go away. Yeah, it's like, why are you going to come to me like that in a public restaurant? You know, people are sitting around, and you're going to come over all creepy and shit. Yeah, but at least you didn't do it in front of your mom. I was in New York. Well, I I take time. I I go to New York probably four times a year for a month. Uh And Mm -hmm. I was in Roosevelt Mall. And I'm walking, you know, about to go into Boston Body Works. And this man walks up to me and he's like, excuse me, ma'am, are you Goddess Tish? And I was like, yeah, yes, I am, and you are. And he's like, oh, my God, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. And I was like, oh, my God. And I started looking around, like, you know, scared because, you know, this random man knows who I am. He actually says my name. And I'm like, huh. But I went in the store and he buzzed off. I was like, okay, that's great. Now I'm going in now. So you, you know, go on your merry way and do what you have to do. But don't do that again. <laughs> that was that was beyond scary for me. I think it was scary at that point. Because it was well, pretty early on, I was like 24. <clears throat> well, not only that, but you're not in like you're in a in a place that you're not familiar with, or you know what I mean. Like it's not yeah. your home. It's not a hotel yep. where you have where you have a room where you can lock the door or call someone. Like Correct. it's in a it's in a and it's it catches you off guard because you're not in goddess tish mode. You're in just random mm-hmm. every day. Like I'm just eating my food yep. or I'm just doing my thing. And that's that's the thing for me. Like, I've had it happen at Walmart, and it was like I'm with my vanilla friends, you know, like I'm not not in my carry, like, the the goddess mode. I'm in, hey, I'm here getting some groceries and tampons and, you know, floor cleaner, like (laughs) – and yeah. he kept following me around, and I was like, maybe I'm tripping, maybe maybe I'm just so I started like, I started going into like the the tampon aisle and like different places, and I'm like, what 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 reason does he have to be in this aisle? Like there is nothing for him yeah. here. And so finally, he gets the courage to say something to me, and because I've been in the adult industry doing porn, I didn't know whether he was gonna hit me up about porn, but it turns out he hit me up because of like. He's one of my online slaves. And I'm like, yep. okay, so he's like, um, Goddess Carrie. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy knows me. And I just immediately freeze. And I'm just like, I'm looking at the yeah. tampons like, I'm like, Kotex, save me. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy drops his knees in the store. And he's like, Oh my God, Goddess! I've and he's just like I'm so happy to meet you in person. This is totally and his wife and kids are like walking around the store, and I'm like this oh dude is just following me, and so I'm like, listen, I'm like this is not the appropriate place for this. I'm like, 
I'm so happy to meet you too, but we're going to have to um, discontinue this little session right here, and um, you call me on night flirt. So he did. Yeah. He calls me on night flirt like an hour later, and he is like, you are so beautiful. And he spent like 45 minutes on night flirt telling me how beautiful I was and how glad he was to meet me. And I'm like, yo, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> you can't do that. I had a night flirt situation as well. I mean, there was this one slave. He was, I mean, something was wrong with him, but I didn't know what it was. I just thought, oh, well, he's lonely. So he called me, like, all day long, right? And eventually, you know, over two years, he was calling me all the time. So I said to him, he was crying this one time about not having anybody or whatever, whatever. So I said, well... Come visit me in Trinidad, right? So uh-huh. he does. He came, and this man came down here, and he was a raging alcoholic, like out of control. <gasps> yeah, and I was so well. I mean, you're in Trinidad now. You can't do me anything in my home, you know. So right. it was a situation where I was. I, I mean. It was Thanksgiving, so I went to his hotel, and there was this big Thanksgiving buffet and whatnot, and he enjoyed himself. But, like, if I were to go to meet him to go to the beach, like this one day I went to meet him to go to the beach, and he was so drunk, he couldn't open his hotel room door. So I had to leave. Yeah, he, he was buying bottles of scotch every day and just drinking, drinking. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he was, I mean, he was clearly, he needed to go to rehab, and he did. I've never heard from him after he left. They, they I hope he's him. alive. <laughs> I hope he's him. alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I just say I hope he's alive, you know? Right. But, well, ladies, yeah. can you believe it's been 30 minutes? Oh, wow. No, not really. It's been 30 minutes. <laughs> wow, it went by so fast. It was so great talking to you guys. Now, Tish, I want you to take a minute and give us your social media, your links to your websites, and any information you want to give to the listeners. Go. Okay, on Twitter, it's at Mistress Tish. On Kick, it's Mr. Shervey, G-E-R-V-A-I-S. And, yeah, I think those are the easiest ways to get through to me. Everything else goes awry sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Don't it. forget your night flirt. Oh, night flirt. It's goddess Tish. I've had to interchange goddess and mistress because there's another Tish floating around somewhere. Oh, no. All right, your turn, yeah. Miss Southern. <clears throat> okay, um, my Twitter is at Sweet and Southern for you. No, wait, excuse me, Sweet and Southern. <laughs> I'm getting it mixed up with my night card over here. So twitter.com slash Sweet and Southern. That's S-W-T, then the letter, letter N, Southern. Um, and then I just gave you my night card, nightbird.com slash Sweet and Southern for you. And if anyone needs to reach me on Kick, it is Southern Honey Ninety. And that concludes tonight's episode of Femdom Live. You guys have to come with me and do this again. 
as whenever you want us to call. I'll try to be a little bit more prepared next time. (laughs) Yeah. I uh, well, I have another setup in place, but that when I did the the recording for that, it didn't sound as good. So I came up with this last minute. Let's do it on here, and then. I didn't realize that it was at 11 o'clock instead of 10 o'clock, so I apologize, ladies. But next time we'll be more prepared. But thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for having us. Thank you. Anytime, Femdom Radio. We're going to take over the airwaves, just like we take over these men in their lives. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sound of my whip. Okay, so we still got a minute and a half. What is the like? What what type of items do you have in your in your toy bag? Like, I have a wooden paddle, mm. a crop rider. Um, I have yeah. a paddle. I have a broken crop that <laughs> I just broke like two weeks ago, actually, and I need to get another one. Um. And that's basically it because all of my locals here lately have had all of their own toys, so I haven't really bought much. <laughs> what about you, Miss Tesh? I have two whips and a whole line of strap ons. <laughs> Do you ever have a problem getting them through TSA? Um, I actually did, but only when I came back to Trinidad, which was the most embarrassing thing ever, because he took it out, and he's like, he there was something shaped like a bullet in your suitcase, and I'm like, oh, God. And he took it out, and he waved it around, and he, you know, <laughs> and I, what is this? What is this? And I'm like, oh, my God, can you be a little more discreet, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, that's how it was. And there was a line of people behind me. All right. Well, thank you so much, um, ladies. We'll see you guys next time on Femdom Live Radio right here with Goddess Tish and Southern. Bye. Bye. Bye.